Hey, David. What's up? Yo, do you know what the date is today? Like the date number or the date name? Like the date. The date. Like what month are we in? We are currently in January as of recording, and uh, that would be Friday, January 6th, 2022. Ah, okay, okay, okay. So why is some malls still have Christmas? And why, oh, why are there still Boxing Day sales? extended boxing day sales at some stores well if we if we learned anything from black friday it actually is black friday month and um boxing day was a week ago so that means we have three more weeks of boxing day sales and then it's groundhog day (laughs) and then it's groundhog day (laughs) apparently and then next thing you know sean's in uh Christmas winter wonderland all over again because holidays are such a blur. Yeah, it's uh it's a fever dream out there, yeah. So it's you know, not we, a fever oh. <laughs> I was gonna say we still have our Christmas tree up though, so I mean that's fair. And I would argue that because some people celebrate Orthodox Christmas, um actually a lot of people do, it's a it's okay. But like don't pressure people into buying a bunch of shit and then be like, We extended boxing day. Like literally walking through the mall today, um, we went to go pick something up and Santa's Village is still up, but stores still have extended Boxing Day or Boxing Day with a big sign that says extended. Huh. What the hell? You know who's not going to pressure you into buying random shit you don't need? Who? Those of us hosting this episode of the Ceno Screen Podcast. Grab your muck lucks and rain gear. It's no longer winter here at the scene on screen podcast. Uh, at least where I'm recording. It's uh it's cloudy with a chance of rain for days straight. I, I love it. It's like you're in Dude, Ireland. No, it's awful. At one point I was looking at the windshield while I was waiting <clears throat> for my other half, and the rain was coming down on the car. But if you looked like 50 feet up the road or 50 yards up the road or whatever. At the traffic light, the rain was going sideways. It was awful. That would be because of wind. Yes, wind, but only in some spots and not other spots. <laughs> we, we're at a nice warm minus eight degrees as of recording. Uh, I think we're supposed to, it's supposed to warm up. And you know what? I'm okay with that because our winter was so long last year. It was, I want to say, actually, we had your bachelor party in June. And it was like beginning of June that we pretty much had, we still had some snow. Like it was that like residual snow that, you know how it's like, it's all just piled in one pile. And so then it's just covered in salt and sand and stuff like that. And it's like holding yeah. on for dear life. Like it's Christmas, so insulated. The, yeah. The, the winter uh, essence is like, no, please. <laughs> I must live until next winter. And then it just, yeah, we had that into June. So I'm, uh, I'm totally okay with it warming up. 
Yeah, I'm uh, I'm okay with it. This is going to be weird. Apparently, the coldest week of the year is going to be at the very beginning of February, and then it'll be warm again. We're going to have a very short winter, I think, which is terrible for the world, but interesting for everything else. Yeah, it looks like we're going to be hovering around like minus 10 degrees for the next week, which Damn. isn't too bad. That's not too bad like uh, of a winter. Considering this time last year, it was like minus 40. Yeah, I, so I'll, I accept. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yeah. yeah. You know what else uh, I'll take? Just uh, some time to actually play some games and watch some TV and do normal things. That Didn't you do Christmas that already related. during your didn't during your break? No, my break was literally just a blur. I don't remember doing much, if I'm being totally honest with you. I played one night I played like six hours straight of God. And it was great. But aside from that, like I haven't had the mental wherewithal <laughs> to experience gaming again. You know, like I, I sat down to be like, God of War. Nope. Just no no jam. Yeah. I was off work from the 23rd of December up till the, I was back on January 3rd. So I had a pretty good stretch of time off, but it, I had these great ambitions to literally sit on my ass and and play video games all day, do nothing and all that stuff. And I would say out of that, what was it like 10 days? Yeah. um, I had maybe like, two or three days where I sat and just like played video games and didn't do much for the most of the day. Cause everything else is like the, it's, it's rare that you have time to yourself to like, just do whatever you want. And then I'm finding all these things around the house that needs to be done. So, uh, I painted some doors. I did some chores. And then by the time that everything that I needed to get done, was finished i had to go back to work yeah we uh on new year's day we we're like yeah let's take down the tree and really on new year's day yeah that's that's usually when we do it and i just didn't really have much like interest in doing anything <laughs> i think mm-hmm. we watched what the hell did we watch we watched something all day but it was just like we just watched random tv and hung out it was fairly basic, and then the next day we took it down. But like, I I missed out on New Year's Eve. I uh, I had a hangover for, or not a hangover. Holy crap! <laughs> you had a hangover early on New Year's Eve. <laughs> yeah, it felt like it. I was I would have preferred a hangover. I woke up with like the world's worst migraine, mm. and I like Krista explained the day as I went to. Uh, I woke up. I was back in bed by 11, woke up again was around 2.30, was back in bed by 3. And then I woke up and the sun was already gone. <laughs> and wow. I like, I kind of recovered around 9, 9 wow. or 10. But like, that's that's a lot. Migraines are tough, man. Yeah, you can't play that, games while you have migraines. No, it's, it's th- th- there's like the, what is it? The, the three horsemen of not being able to play video games. Migraines being tired and having other shit to do. <laughs> yeah. And it and always like, gets worse as you get older. Yeah. I've, uh, I've realized I've also like missed out on so many things. I still haven't played the new Mario Kart maps. 
we played. Oh, shit, I totally forgot that those were out. We played one game of Mario Party, which was kind of fun, but we just we haven't done it. Like it was good to just turn my brain off. Like I watched some of the Bridgerton because uh, my other half was watching it, and I was like, "This is all right. It's okay." The, the Bridgerton. Yeah. I, what is that? It's like a British show based off a novel. Oh, okay. Like Harry Potter. Exactly. Magic and all. My issue is I'm a very like accommodatable TV watcher. So if something's on the TV, I'll just sit down. Okay. I'll watch it. That's cool. No, 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 no. That just means that you're easily distracted. (laughs) No, no. Like I will. Something's on the TV. Okay. I'm going to sit down and do this. I don't intentionally take over the TV. Meanwhile, there's like, a fire going in the kitchen and the cat hasn't been fed for a, a week. Cause no, we'd hear that. We'd hear that. It's <laughs> yeah. just, if, if something's on or like, I'm not like, I'm not just going to take over the TV to watch what I want. Like just throw on star Wars or whatever. I just, I'm very accommodatable. And if the TV's being used and it's not like, to watch sports or something i'll just come in here and play games that's fine i'm totally cool content well that's usually what it like a a key point of being just a nice person to whoever you're living with you know (laughs) can you imagine how much of an asshole you'd be like you know your your significant others watching their soaps and you just like go in there like fuck this i'm watching my sports games get off the tv well, that kind of does happen, like like if there's a hockey game on because we both watch the games. That's fair. So, like, though, right? I'll just be yeah. like, "Hey, the game's on," and she'll just stop watching what she's watching. But like, I have a long list of things that I want to watch that are like coming up mm-hmm. right now. Um, I'm very interested in Kaleidoscope. I still haven't seen Knives Out. Um, there was another series that I was looking at. There's just a bunch of like little things I don't want to watch. I want to finish yeah. upload. I just it's TV time. It's the Wait, winter you you... upload. No, we got to when she um, hacks back in. That's as far as I got. And like they're just starting to discover that his ex girlfriend's like a huge piece of shit. Interesting. Yeah. So. Um... I've started watching Kaleidoscope. I'm not going to get too much into it, but or before this episode, Sean told me that uh, I guess the episodes are, um, yeah, so like so random. Kaleidoscope, yeah, Kaleidoscope is a Netflix TV series about a, a heist, correct? Mm-hmm. Um, and is it an English show or is it like a dub show? It is in English. It has right. what's his name, uh, Moff Gideon. No, really. Um, yeah. Oh, I know what his name is. Why can't I think of it? Something Esposito. Es- es- Glen es- Glen Carlo. Yeah, yeah. I know who he is. Yeah. Anyways, so um, the way the show was designed is you could watch the show in any order or any color order. Every episode is named after a color, and the only show or episode you have to watch in one particular order is white, and that's the final episode. Yeah, I didn't know that. Like, I think. Um. Oh, yeah, like, interesting. So every single person's Netflix will come up with a different combination, and apparently, there's like five thousand combinations to watch this show. Yeah, that's 
That's interesting. Oh my god. Yeah, so, I don't know what order finds it, but it'll be uh, it'll be cool to see kind of um, when you start watching it, the order that you watch it in. I'm just watching it in the order that uh, Netflix has has it listed. Yeah, but uh, I I think it's random for everything. Um, I want to touch on. Uh, you might see this movie on uh, on Netflix called White Noise, and the okay. premise sounds interesting. The premise of White Noise, I don't know. This is the IMDb. Dra- dramatizes a contemporary American family's attempt to deal with the mundane conflicts of everyday life while grappling with the universal mysteries of love, death, and the possibility of happiness in an uncertain world. It's listed as like a, a comedy slash horror type thing. Um, it's got Adam Driver as like the main character. Don Cheadle is in there. Um, and other people i started watching this because i'm like okay this is seems kind of an interesting premise it's based off of a book Um, yes okay i do know what you're talking about but apparently it's not that good and i started watching it and it is so i guess the book is really good but the movie is so like discombobulated it there's too much going on all at once and it makes no sense it's like i started watching it and i'm like when does the story start like when is something actually going to happen that's gripping and then next thing you know it's like 25 minutes in and i'm like i don't care about this at all so i stopped and then i watched samaritan do you have uh amazon like prime video i do the only thing the only streaming service i don't have actually i don't have two right now which i might dabble into one a little bit more than the other but i'm, I'm looking into paramount plus oh yeah just because there's some plus things i want to watch thing. oh did, you, did little, you get it i, I had it up for a little bit and honestly, like the only thing that had come out that was interesting on there that was new, I guess, was the Halo series. And then and Sa- Sanic 2. What? Oh, Sanic Sa- 2, yeah. Sanic 2. Now, you should check out on Prime Video Samaritan. It is a uh, Sylvester Stallone superhero movie. I've also heard of this movie. Um. You know what? Like I kind of I like Stallone. Okay, isn't he? Isn't he like a Hancock type of character? Like he's an alcoholic and all this other stuff. Not really. He's not. uh, Like obviously we know that he plays some sort of superhero guy, but he's more of like a a superhero that's like almost retired and just trying to live the life, and then some kid kind of finds out from him and blah 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 blah. But um, like I'm a I'm a big Stallone fan already. So I've seen a lot like any like new movies come out from Stallone or Schwarzenegger. I'll watch. Um, And I had forgotten that this movie came out. It came out back in, I want to say like August of last year. Yeah. End of August of 2022. And I totally forgot about it. And after I turned off white noise, I'm like, screw it. I don't want to watch anything on Netflix. You pissed me off. So I loaded up uh, Prime Video to see what was on there. I'm like, oh, shit, Samaritan. It's not like it's not as good as Black Adam, I would assume. Um, but it was I actually, know Black Adam is the best movie ever, according to like six was, people. Yeah, it was a pretty interesting uh, take on like this whole superhero kind of movies because it wasn't like in your face. Like he's not like I am a badass superhero going around saving the day kind of thing it's more of a a, a, kind of think of it as like a a, 
if Rocky was retired and then someone's like trying to force him to fight again and then oh wait that's like Rocky Balboa never mind but <laughs> that is literally just Rocky <laughs> one through eight but you know six. what if you want to get if you want a decent like popcorn flick it's it's not bad now granted some of the movie does have that like visual look to it where it feels like a made for TV movie or like direct to DVD kind of thing. Yeah. And I, I don't know what it is about movies like that, you know, like Hollywood movies, movies that you see in theaters and stuff like that. They have, it's like a certain style. And I don't know if it's just like how they grade the films or whatnot, but something about this one, it was just like, it didn't feel like it was a movie that you would have watched in theaters, but nonetheless, it was enjoyable. I liked it. Um. Yeah, thought it was good. I'm impressed. You watched more movies than I have so far. So far, yeah. And for our listeners, Sean and I have started an endeavor that's going to take the entire year. Um, and we are going to be keeping track of every movie, TV show, and video game that we play, and we're going to rank them and give them a rating, or like our own personal rating. And then next year, I guess, like at the end of the year, we're going to compile a list of our legitimate top movies and we can talk about some stuff. But uh, this is uh, one of the things that we have kind of started to do so that we have a constant amount of not that we don't ever run out of things to talk about, but uh, it gives us something to focus on. And uh, I think it will be good for be interesting because it might also encourage us to watch things that we wouldn't necessarily watch right now we're not to the point where we're like okay we have to watch a movie every week kind of thing or do do this but the idea is that like it's going to create content for us to talk about and and i'm hoping like white noise prime example i have no shame in turning off a movie you know if it sucks especially like if it's on netflix or whatnot but i can mark it down as i started watching it and uh, <laughs> I stopped watching it. Right. Like, and then we can talk I about participated. that. Participated. Right? I participated. Yeah. Right. So, so yeah, that's uh, something that we're working on, but you know what else yeah, we're working I, on? I'm excited for it because you, you brought this up and I was like, this is a, a cool idea. And then I was like, you know what? This will also help us make lists throughout the year. And mm-hmm. we'll be able to kind of keep track of everything we've done. Mm-hmm. Maybe we'll do a cash or crap top 10. At the end of the year. That's true. Yeah. See, it's, it's just like you can't write this. <laughs> you can't write this stuff. It's it just comes naturally. Yeah. Just write to our brains and just write to it. Um, speaking of cash or crap, we should have Max back in a week or two. And uh, he's got. He's got some good ideas, man, for a cash or crap. Do you want to hear what they possibly are? Uh, sure. Why not? So we're going to do two cash or craps in the next month and a half, probably. And it's going to be a retrospective of John Favreau. Oh, yeah. Which David has no idea who that is, which is fine. Uh, he, I know who John Favreau is. He's the guy from all the movies. And he's he the guy in all some, the movies. Yeah. Some things and stuff. And Lizzie Kaplan. We're going to actually. I don't know who that is, actually. Uh, or sorry, we're not doing Lizzie Kaplan. That is so not who we're doing. We're doing Catherine Hahn. Catherine who? Catherine Hahn. Agatha from WandaVision. Oh, 
Okay. She, she was one of the mothers in uh, Step Brothers. Yeah, yeah. She was, uh, yeah. <clears throat> what was she in? She, uh, everything. She's in like Bad Moms. <laughs> She's was in uh, Parks and Recreation. She's now, in a lot is, of stuff. Is she, is she ever a main character or is she always like a... Yeah, like a secondary. She's uh, she's coming around. She's like on a resurgence, which is great. But she's like a top tier comedian. So yeah, when right. uh, I can't think Max of was floating ideas, he was just like, this would be really cool. So I started looking into some of the stuff she's done. And I was like, yeah, this would be great. We've seen so many of these movies without realizing she's in them as like a, a secondary character or a tertiary well, see, character. That's the thing, though. She's always like a background character. Which is okay because is she is she worth her value? That's the whole idea of Cash or Crap. Yeah, but those aren't her movies though. Bad Moms is her movie. Was it? Yep. Her okay, Mila well. Kunis and Kristen Bell. I guess I don't think I've seen that one. Anyways, that's yeah. cool. You complain too much. <laughs> <laughs> so um there's not a lot of news aside from the the Growingly obvious and painful Microsoft Sony um, battle, and where we're kind of at with that, we'll talk about in a second. Um, some crazy celebrity things happened this week, eh? Like Jeremy Renner attempting to rescue somebody in the the, the snow hills of Nevada, and almost losing his leg and his life. It's yeah, crazy. His, that guy's his, a real life superhero. Well, his stunt double didn't get the memo. Yeah, but uh, like so. So what happened? What happened with him? Like, what was the story behind that? From from what I've read, it was he went to help a neighbor or somebody in need who was stuck in the snow, and his his snowcat, like um, like uh, his plow that has like tracks, uh, like crushed his legs. Okay, he might so never walk me... again. Like it's it's crazy. Let's see. Okay, so. Rainer, 51, suffered blunt chest trauma and orthopedic injuries in the accident Sunday near Reno and was in critical condition. Representative Sam Mass said in an email he underwent surgery Monday. Uh, in a news conference on Tuesday, Washoe County Sheriff, blah, 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 called it a tragic accident. Um, let's see. Shortly before the incident, Rainer discovered that his personal vehicle with which a family member was driving, was stuck in the deep mountain snow. Rainer used his pests and bully snowplower, which weighs at least seven tons to help free the vehicle. After successfully towing the vehicle, Mr. Rainer got out of the pests and bully to speak to a family member. At this point, it started to roll. In an effort to stop it, he attempted to get back into the driver's seat, and he was run over by the pests and bully. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's crazy. Gruesome. So he uh, posted something on on his Instagram uh, not too long ago. It was actually the first thing that he posted for uh, after a while saying uh, he says he's too messed up to type in his first Instagram post. Um, but thank you all for your kind words, he says. So, uh, yeah, and there's a picture of him like hooked up to auction. His face is clearly beaten up and whatnot. Uh, so it's crazy, right? Like uh, how quickly like things can can change and and you know as as much as some people didn't really like his character in uh or like some of some of his characters that he's played in the past like um you know he is a major part of the marvel universe that like we've 
come to know. Um, And, uh, you know, after the loss of Chadwick Boseman, right, I think it would be just extremely tragic for us to lose another like main or major like Marvel like actor, right? That does does Marvel stuff, right? Um, Especially because we know that there's more content coming from or supposedly with with uh, Hawkeye in there, right? Like, so I think he only has one movie left. Yeah. So, you know, uh, it's crazy how quickly it just goes to show like how quickly, uh, life can change for people. So we hope that he has a speedy recovery because, you know, he's a real life superhero. It's not very often that, uh, things like that. Well, I'm sure things like that happen every day, but we don't hear about it because obviously like these people that do these things aren't, super famous prominent figures but uh you know a lot of times we see or we hear like actors that are like kind of assholes <laughs> right like so you, so you wouldn't expect them to kind of put themselves in a situation to help others like this and uh it just goes goes to show that he's just like a normal guy just like you and I who you know would would stick their neck out to help someone in need and Unfortunately, he had a tragic accident that uh, luckily, luckily he didn't die at the scene, right? Like as, as bad as it was, right? Like that would have been even worse, right? Like trying to save someone and then getting pinned under your own snowplow. Uh, did you ever see the movie Tag? I did. I You know, I did. The, the stunt Jeremy Renner does on the stack of chairs where he like tries to, I think he's trying to get away. But he like goes down the stack of chairs. The mm-hmm. first time he did the stunt, the stack of chairs was supposed to go like forward and it didn't. So he landed on both of his arms, broke them, fell on the ground. was like, oh, that kind of hurt. Let's do it again. And like, apparently, like it took him a while to recover, but he shot scenes with broken arms. Wow. And he would like take his cast off when they were rolling. And he would do like scenes with like floppy spaghetti arms. What? So wow. they would like digitally change his arms. Crazy. Um, just in the spirit of you never know what's going to happen. Uh, are you aware of what happened on Monday Night Football the other night? Like Madden 23? No, like actual like <laughs> no. Monday Night Football. <laughs> no. So um, what seemed to be like a fairly innocent play, just a routine tackle by um, Bill's safety, Damar Hamlin. Mm-hmm he went into cardiac arrest on the field and I essentially like died on national television. And he, they performed CBR for like nine minutes. I, I want to say before he was transported out to a hospital in uh, Cincinnati. Wow. And it was, uh, it was quite the night because some people were mad that the football game and where a player's heart stopped didn't continue and their fantasy playoffs were ruined because of this. And other so they, people were they like, they stopped oh. the game completely after that. So what happened was like, obviously the players are all distraught. They just saw one of their friends go down and essentially like get CPR <laughs> for yeah, nine minutes. Yeah. Like that's not good. And the initial reports and like what they were saying on TV is the teams were given like five minutes to get back out of the game. Like, Oh, you can warm up and you got to be back in five minutes. And both coaches and teams were like, no, we're not playing. Wow. So the game got delayed and then it was suspended. And then 
Like we still have no outcome as to what happened with that game. There was a score on the board when the game got suspended. But um, the one crazy thing about humans is you, you don't know what to expect. And Damar Hamlin has a toy charity. Okay. And Mm -hmm. prior to the game, it had $75,000 in donations. At last check, his GoFundMe for his toys has $6 million. Or Charity Toy Drive is near $4 million. $4 million. Uh, Actually, the most recent update is like it's nearly nearly $7 million, actually. Well, one's a GoFundMe for, I think, his health. No, no. The Foundation Community Toy Drive, $6.8 U.S. Crazy. Yeah, like some of the top donators are like players and everything. And like, that's amazing. But the community just kind of getting together and doing this is remarkable. And like, you kind of wish that people would do this for everybody who's in need, Mm -hmm. (laughs) for Mm -hmm. sure. But I've never been just that stunned. Like, I think we sat quietly for probably 30 40 minutes like we just tried to watch and understand what was going on and it was just it was so much to take in like i didn't like it's crazy Mm -hmm. like thinking about it now i still like i don't even remember like how i fully felt but i just felt scared for the person don't know them don't even root for either team i just wanted to watch football well yeah that's the thing is is you don't want to see someone die in real life right especially like that uh so wait is he is he alive still he's in critical condition right um he's from what i saw he's his breathing is getting better but he did take severe lung damage um and i think he's still intubated the Mm. like the time we're recording this versus friday so much could change we don't actually know but yeah yeah you know now, question. Um, I, so, if if they were to go back and continue continue this game, would they start from the beginning, or would they say, okay, if that was that game ended at let's say that midway point, would they continue from that point with the the so scores as were as was? That's the interesting thing because, I mean. Th- of all games, this game has serious playoff implications for for the division in the conference. Mm-hmm. But you can't take away the pa- the fact that Cincinnati was up a touchdown. So do you just continue the game from that down where the ball was, that snap, you're good? That's just how the game starts? Do you call the game being like, you know what, this team won 7-0, game over? Like, after a quarter of play. Mm-hmm. Because... I I don't know if I was in that position. I probably wouldn't want to play that game. I would probably just be like, move on to next week type of thing. But who knows? I, I really don't know. It's a great question. I just, I wanted to bring it up because of what we were talking about. And I think it's very important to, to acknowledge that that mm-hmm. happened. It's, it was something very significant in our, our weekly lives. Which is crazy. Yeah, did you hear, though, uh, what happened in uh, Madden 23? No. Okay, so let me see if I can... I found the article. Here we go. So, new Madden uh, 23 for 
every console, I guess. Uh, there was a there was an like a bug in their the the online franchise. So for people who don't know, uh, the Madden Twenty Three has a mode, like a franchise mode, where people can play online, and it lets them play like control a specific player, coach, whatever it may be. So there was a an uh, an issue that started uh, end of December, like on the twenty sixth. And uh, EA tweeted that they were aware of players experience connections issues when trying to connect to the CFM. Um, and this problem lasted until December 28th. So what happened was there was a, a, a bug where all the online save files became corrupted. So people lost oh, no. all of like their, their uh, progress and everything. And EA has since said that, um, they can't recover approximately 60% of the players corrupted man Madden franchise save files. Only EA can fuck this up. So it's, this is kind of, I know, right. It's kind of crazy. Um, a, a Reddit user had commented. So we've gone from, you have to be online to play this game, but here's some neat freebies for the trouble to get online or you can't play to haha. We made you get online and now your data is ruined. And then someone else says, meanwhile, my Mario 64 file saves are fine. Um, which is which is a, a unique situation because, yes, Xbox and PlayStation have had cloud saves for a long time, but everything's been saved locally, right? Whereas this is a mode, though, that plays that's that's online only. And I guess everything is stored on EA servers, but... You know, for people who probably put in real world money for stuff like this or people that have put in a lot of time and energy, you know, and these people that play these sports games, they can get pretty into this stuff. Man, if my (laughs) my save file on my NHL or my Madden got deleted, I'd be pissed. Right. I know. (laughs) Um, But like, I still have such a fundamental hard time with the idea that like my Xbox has to be plugged into the Internet for it to work. But or it, my PlayStation, like you can't take your PlayStation anywhere. It doesn't like, have to be you, like if. You, but like, what are you gonna do? You're just gonna like most games are digital, and they need to connect to a server. Like if you download digital, right? Does it not have to be like ah, you own the game? You can't just download a game and then take your PlayStation offline. Yeah, you can. So if you're if you're placing if we get into the technicalities like <laughs> at least once a year with you okay so if but like it, it's your bullshit. system is set if your system is set as your home console the license for those games are saved to that console so you can play them if you're logged into that system if say you were to put your account onto my Xbox and turn it offline and like, and have it disconnected or my PlayStation have it disconnected from the internet. You wouldn't be able to play a a game that you have purchased digitally, even if it's downloaded on my system, because it can't authenticate that you have the license for that. Yes. But what I'm saying is like, if I play games that require online to update or online features or they're online games, can't play them without internet. Well, yeah, that's what the whole point of playing an online game is. You can't but like we we've we've gotten away from the the time where games were like you just play them. You need well. Here's the thing: like yeah, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare Two, for example. I popped the disc in, and I still had to download seventy two gigabytes. 
because the disc didn't do anything. The disc just was the license, and I still had to download the entire game. Yeah, isn't that a crock of crap? Like, it's it's a load of bullshit. That's what it is. But uh, so this whole Madden thing, uh, it's funny because something similar happened way, way back in the Wii, or I guess the end of 2004. The Nintendo Wii? I was going to say in the wee hours of 2004, but it was actually like near the end of the year. So uh, apparently way back in 2004, Sony had uh, their holiday demo disc. And do you remember the game Beautiful Joe? Yes, I do. Yeah. So Beautiful Joe 2 was on this demo disc. And apparently there was a bug in the demo that was erasing people's memory cards on the PS2. Like, That's funny. If it was just connected to the system and you loaded up the beautiful Joe two demo, it would erase your memory card. So uh, Sony had sent out like messages to people, emails to people like the PlayStation underground stuff saying to, if you're going to play the demo just to remove your PlayStation uh, memory cards from there, that would be, I would be pissed, especially because like if you're, well, I guess 2004, you know, like internet forums was a, th- was a thing at the time, but it's not as, I, I don't think it was as prominent as, you know, how things are now with Reddit and, and whatnot and like discord where like things, people can talk faster. And you know, people had AOL messenger and MSN messenger, but like, you know, having a disc pop it in. Can you imagine like, Oh, I want to play these demos of these new games so I can see which ones to buy this year. And then, Oh, I think that's when GTA, what was it? San Andreas or something like that was out as well. So early, Early 2000s? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so what was it? 2004, uh, 2005? Yeah, Grand Theft Auto San Andreas was out, so a lot of people were uh, having their San Andreas save files wiped out as well. Yeah. yeah. Do you remember when PC Gamer would give you demo discs? Did you, did you ever get that many? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Some of the coolest games I ever played were on those discs. You know what? Like, when magazines actually gave out demo discs like there was xbox magazine playstation magazine uh pc gamer uh and they had demo discs like every month with stuff it was crazy it was like that's why it was worth subscribing to those magazines now i had a subscription to game now expert gamer uh and nintendo power for a while Do I regret just tossing all those Nintendo powers? I know, right? I know. They're worth so much money. Yeah. But like, I also beat the shit out of those magazines. Like, they were very well read. Yeah, like but, uh, like your copy of the Sears catalog? Absolutely. <laughs> um, actually, funny story about Nintendo Power. So I was listening to a podcast the other day. And they were like doing a... Um, like a Christmas special, but Nintendo power got brought up and the person brought up Nintendo power saying it was a game review magazine. And you know, when like you listen back to this show or you listen to other shows and you want to like talk to them in real time and be like, no, you idiot. Like, no, David, you're dumb. No, Sean, you're stupid. Mm -hmm. I just, I kept almost yelling at them being like no you, like nintendo power was filled with articles and then it always had a game preview it yeah. had like one level like you got a random level to a random game that just came out that's what you got 
Yeah, I like they did do a few reviews, but because it was such an intent, like it was a Nintendo focused game, just like Xbox magazine official, like what is it? Uh, OGM, no, OXM, official Xbox magazine and the PlayStation one, you know, because those magazines were for those hardware, they're not going to be doing like hardcore critical reviews of the games out on those systems. Like you needed things like Game Now and and Expert Gamer. Uh, EGM electronics game magazine all those things for the the actual reviews code breakers and what was there was another one too there were so many good review magazines but there was also like I think he was just getting it confused with and the name literally just left my face what was the company's name that did all the player guides it was um <laughs> You, you, it's right there, right? It's a little red tab. It is called. Jeez. Uh, we got a, we're just both Googling this right now. Uh, I have my Fallout one here because it is the collector's edition one, but I don't, it doesn't it start with a B. Bradley's? No. No, not Bradley. Listeners, do you know it? Are you yelling at us? Yeah, someone's yelling at us. What the hell? I know the picture. I know what the logo is. It, it's like <laughs> black with a, a red thing, right? Yeah, this is great, great content here. Um, yeah, and, and Googling is not really bringing up anything. No, it's not. Damn it. That's going to bother me so long. I'm going to like lay <laughs> down tonight and I'm just going to be like, damn it. It was Bradley's because <laughs> that's what I think it is. Yeah, um, we'll we'll figure it out. It'll be like that uh, molasses candy from the Halloween. Prima episode. Games. Oh yeah, Pr- Prima Games. Yeah. See, yeah, that's right. I, uh, I I looked in my limited edition Fallout Four Vault Dweller Survival <laughs> Guide, which I keep on my bookshelf, and it's like one that's of the funny. only game magazines that I still have. Like I used to have like some Pokemon ones, but like mm-hmm. this book is like an absolute encyclopedia of absolutely everything that could possibly happen in the base game of fallout 4 and it still smells like a book like it's well because it is a book well you know like (laughs) it's so beautifully printed i always thought it would be cool to work for one of those companies because you know you get these games for like you get these games months before they come out and all you have to do is play the game and figure out what to do now I know that they work with the companies so that they can don't have to play the games and figure shit out as they go. But do you remember like having to go on what was it like? Call Nintendo? No, cheat codes.cc or something like that. Cheat gaming. I don't know. Uh for or game FAQs, that's what it was. Yes, oh my god, game right? facts. And, yeah, game FAQs and where people would write uh like walkthroughs for games in Notepad. <laughs> I had walkthroughs and stuff like that printed for like Final Fantasy like 4 and and like Chrono Trigger and stuff like that after I had beaten it or played through it or if I was stuck and I just it was literally you're reading this like 200 page word document yeah and you have to kind of like play along with it and it tells you okay like you come up to this boss and it'll give you the boss stats and it's like these are people that just do this in their free time it was crazy 
I um one of <laughs> it's such a weird core memory, but I remember being like 12 and we stayed up at my cottage for most of the summer while my dad worked at home and he would just come back and forth, back and forth. And I remember sitting on our back deck waiting for him because we knew like we didn't have cell phones at the time. Right. So like mm-hmm. we knew he left uh, my house at like six and he would get up to us around eight, eight o'clock, eight thirty because it's about mm-hmm. a two hour drive. Now I'm just playing my Pokemon game, playing it away, playing it away. And I'm stuck. I'm stuck. I just can't figure it out. And my dad, the hero that he was, brought me an entire printed out Pokedex and like a guide that he printed one day at work on like what had to be like 150 sheets. So I had like the entire Pokemon Red. But you got to remember, like I was 12. So this printer would have been like a crazy ass inkjet printer from friggin... Mm -hmm. 1998 <laughs> and like it was just like all this dot matrix friggin like accordion style paper and i'm reading my game guide awesome it was such a heroic move while i was on vacation playing yeah. game boy okay so i just loaded up game faqs and went to like final fantasy 3 right for super nintendo and the highest rated uh guide was released in september 1996 if I were to print this, it September, would be. Pr- oh, for Final Fantasy? Yeah, Final Fantasy 3. If I were to print this, how many pages would that be? 72 pages. And this is a text document, like just straight up text. No pictures or anything like that. This is how dedicated we were <laughs> way back then. If you didn't have a subscription to uh, one of these gaming magazines, or you didn't uh, go out and pick up, like you didn't buy like the actual official walkthrough. Like this is all we had. We had game FAQs and hope that someone had come up with a, a walkthrough. And the thing is, is like for this game, there's so many, there's so many different ones. Like Keyblade nine 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 is the <laughs> one that he made this one for Prima Final Fantasy. Like, it's is like crazy. all archived. You you have to go to an archive website to get all these archived games like if you want the guide to pokemon x and y like that's still a pretty current game mm-hmm. you, you have to go through an archive to get it that's i crazy. always wondered though how like they like how these people got these info unless they were like taking the the games and like doing data mining for them right because like, how did this person get that the the uh the boss the gold dragon boss in this game is level 62 the maximum health is 32,400 its attack is 13 like how did it find like how did they get this stuff other than just like maybe just doing it like fighting them over and over again and like keeping track of how much health like damage they do whatever yeah those are the good old good old days now we have google to tell us what we forgot this has been a, a weird episode, but I'm for it. You want to talk yeah. about some games that are coming out this year and then we'll do January games and then get on out. Um, there's not a lot of like games that are really salivating to me right now, um, especially because I'm kind of like, I don't know. I'm like not excited for much but Starfield. So it's kind of hard for me to really be excited for everything but that and apparently NHL, according to David and... There'll be no Call of Duty game this year, so that's also a thing. Um, well, that's also a good that... thing, though, that there's no Call of Duty, because I just got this one, so I don't need another one coming out this year. 
Santa brought it. Um, the first game that like catches my eye in 2023 is Hogwarts Legacy. Of course, because you're a nerd. I'm not a yeah okay. I'm a nerd. It's okay. It's okay. Um, it's mainly for the other half, but it's gonna be an open world RPG. The gameplay looks good, man. Like it looks like it's gonna be a good game. Mm-hmm. You can only delay a game so many times, though. Yeah. Right. Question yeah. mark Cyberpunk. Speaking of which, I redownloaded Cyberpunk because I still own it. I actually redownloaded it the other day. I installed it because they had the uh, the next gen update and everything, and I loaded it up and promptly stopped playing it do you have it on xbox or playstation xbox i kind of wish i had it on playstation so i could experience it on the bigger tv but whatever you know Uh, you can move your xbox to the other room (laughs) cannot cannot not possible um wild hearts looks good it's ea's answer to monster hunter i don't play those games but it does look good oh yeah i'm super psyched for atomic heart that comes out in february uh we saw this a while ago it was announced back in like e3 or something like that and it kind of looks like a it, it's like bioshock but also a little bit of far cry and um fallout mixed in uh it looks kind of cool well it, it looks pretty cool uh, it's oh, also yeah, he had like the the like the magic powers too, something like that. Abilities. Yeah, so that's coming out on Game Pass, so day one, and that just is sweet. February twenty first. So like just after you're done with Valentine's Day, ladies and gentlemen, strap yourself in for some Atomic Heart. Skull and Bones um, is finally coming out. Yeah, apparently. sure. What is we'll that? See about five that. years that's, later. Yeah, coming out this year. Jedi when Survivor is that coming out. That's supposed to come out in March. March, eh? I think this uh, game yeah. is going to suck. But you don't you don't know about that. Yes, I do. You don't know that. How uh, do you delay s- a game for five years? How? How? No, sorry. I you easily you started it's, this. It's Ubisoft. But uh, do you know how many st- times we've heard about <laughs> Skull and Bones? Yeah. Do you know how many times we've heard about Skull and Bones? As many Christmases as I've had, apparently. Yeah. OK, so moving on. Uh, new Star Wars Jedi. <laughs> Uh, Survivor coming out. That game looks pretty cool. Uh, Jedi Fallen Order was uh, pretty pretty sweet. Uh, They're remaking Resident Evil 4 this year. System Shocks coming out. So we're Uh, just on a speed run, eh? I don't get to ask any questions. What (laughs) what excites you about Star Wars Jedi Survivor? Oh, we just need more Star Wars gaming. And and Cal is is an interesting Star Wars character. Yeah, Cal should be a Star Wars character. Yeah. yeah like, no, legitimately, I... he should be a character. But uh, go go back to speedrunning the year. <laughs> this is just stuff that's exciting that's coming out. and Because obviously we're going to talk more about these when they actually do come out. Uh, I don't know. Right. New, Z- New Zelda, like, I guess it's technically called Tears of the Kingdom or Tears, however you want to read that word. <laughs> and they're That's not even out. happy with the name, right? Wasn't that yeah. the whole thing? Like, yes, like that. That and the most highly anticipated sequel ever is coming out in April. Dead Island Two. Eight oh, year yeah. development journey. Yeah, and delays and delays and delays. Hopefully, it's good. You know what's uh, funny? What got? Diablo Four is coming out. Final Fantasy Sixteen. Oh yes, that reminds me. Final Fantasy Square Enix Sony. Do you want to do that? I don't want to do that today. 
<laughs> they they knew what they were doing when they signed the papers. And honestly, I hope Square Enix is watching this whole Microsoft Activision thing being like, what the fuck did we get ourselves into? Sony yeah. is a terrible company. Yeah. Um, Suicide Squad Kill the Justice League is also looking pretty spicy. Um, Kevin Conroy's last appearance as Batman is going to be in that too. Crazy. Um, yeah, another so Forza. Damn. Oh yeah, really? Yeah, they it just called Forza Motorsports. They've stopped numbering it. Um, Stalker Two: Heart of Chernobyl, which I thought was going to be renamed and or delayed indefinitely because of the things happening in the Ukraine. It was I, it was actually delayed already because of that, but um, they've they're trucking forward with uh, getting it done. Yeah. I'm I'm I will purchase that game. I will not stream that game. It, like I'm very interested in it, but that money needs to go to those developers. They need everything. I'm for it. Mm-hmm. Um Starfield, tiny little game. No idea what it's about really. But actually nobody knows what it's about. Gonna be game of the year, guaranteed. Take that. Sony. That's true. Uh, Redfall's coming out. That's an open world vampire shooter. From that one looked interesting. Ar- Ar- Arcane Austin. Yeah, so that that'll be interesting. But yeah, there's there's a ton of stuff, and obviously we're gonna we're gonna talk about this as they come out. Uh, Spider Man Two is coming out. Pikmin Four is coming out. Wolf Among oh, yeah. Two. You know I what? This is probably Spider Man Two is coming out this year. This is, I'm going to say, The Wolf Among Us 2 is one of the, like, is has to be, like, within my top five most exciting games that's coming out this year. Did you ever play The Wolf Among Us? No, I'm not really into Telltale games. So, The Wolf Among Us, I started off kind of like, uh, eh, whatever. It is such a good story. The, the, uh... The characters, the story, the animation, all of that stuff is so good that when it finished, I was like, no, I want more. And then Telltale Games actually shut down, didn't they? Yeah. And then this announcement came out um, a little like a little while ago. Uh, like kind of out of nowhere. And I am so excited for this one. It's going to be it's going to be amazing. So. Paper to pen right now. The big three games of the year, we think, one per each console, are going to be The Legend of Zelda, Tears of what? What was it? Tears of... Tears or Tears wow. of something or other? Um, Spider-Man 2 and Starfield. That covers the three major companies. Yeah. Who wins game of the year? If you were well, to pick right now, you don't know anything about these games aside from the trailers, and it is Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah, I would, I would, I would agree with that one. No, no, sorry, I was just reading the the end of the name. Oh, but I was gonna say if if I had to pick a game of the year one, I could see, uh, I could see Zelda getting it. Yeah, I think Nintendo could win it if Starfield is bananas. Starfield takes it. That's true. The problem is, and we went over this, what, two years ago when Animal Crossing should have won and didn't, 
not enough people play the Switch. Well, the Switch just outsold the Game Boy. Yeah, but not enough people play the Switch. Yeah. When was the last time you played your Switch? Uh, My personal one? Mm-hmm. Three weeks ago? Yeah, see? Exactly. I would say it's about the same for me. I I barely touched my Switch. Mm-hmm. I uh, actually just borrowed Breath of the Wild. I'm going to do it. Really? Yep. You're not going to David I, it? Nope. I, I've committed to beating it. Oh, good for you. All right. Speaking of, com- <laughs> I was say, speaking of committing to beat games, these are the ones that are coming out uh, this month. Anything? Play of, the song. Anything of note? Oh, you, you want the song? You it's want your the thing. Song? Picking so, up strangers. Let me tell you about the dangers If you don't like taking chances Then you better keep moving on, my friend That's right, yeah, Picking we better Up Strangers <laughs> Picking Up Strangers These are the games coming out in January Whether or not you should pre-order Wait for reviews or Game Pass it Or I guess Bargain Bin Was it pre-order? Wait for reviews, Bargain Bin Yeah Anything that's coming out of of note. Really. There is nothing coming out for a note. Bunch of like remakes or, or re-releases of games. Um like Monster Hunter Rise is coming out on the 20th, but that game already came out on the Nintendo Switch. Forspoken is probably the first big new game um that's coming out, and that is coming out for PlayStation 5. It is a uh, upcoming action role-playing game. Uh, published by Square Enix, so it's a PlayStation exclusive. Well, I guess it's also on Windows, but uh, the only console you can get it on is uh, <laughs> PlayStation. Uh, you can actually download a demo for it on uh, PS5. I haven't played the demo, but I downloaded it. It does look like it's a cool game. Yeah, the uh, um, I was trying to look through the list before we sh- like recorded, and there's just n- like. Pizza Tower is a cool little like indie game that looks like a speed run kind of quick game. Mm-hmm. Wonder Boy, the anniversary collection. Okay. Like we're just going to continually re-release games. Yeah. Like the remake of Dead Space is coming out on t- the 27th. Now I wasn't a big fan of Dead Space. I, I'm i not a big fan of horror games in general, uh, but this is like a, a complete remake. Um, and if the Resident Evil remakes have shown us anything i'm sure that this one will uh do fairly well what is spongebob's cosmic shake it's an upcoming platform game i've not seen this sure um i don't know watch trailer what do you look like do you look like every other spongebob game that does oh it's just a it's a spongebob platformer if yeah, it's like it's like uh, Battle for Bikini Bottom. Yeah, which honestly was pretty entertaining. Yeah, it's and a, it's, free. It is a fun game. But other than that, that's January. I think February, it starts to uh, kind of pick up steam a little bit. But uh, that makes sense, though, right? Like games coming out in January aren't necessarily going to get a lot of trans uh, traction because people come January are more focused on uh, going to the gym for like two or three weeks. 
Um, and money's a little bit tighter because they've spent all of their money on holiday, Christmas, Boxing Day sales that have been going um, for months. I can't remember what gym it was, but I saw this. I think it's called Gemstone, maybe. Um, but they have this whole thing out there right now being like, uh, we're not taking new applicants in January because by the time you like sign up and then you get the new outfit, this, that, and that, like you're just piling yourself with excuses. You're never going to come. Mm-hmm. So we'll see you tomorrow. And I think that's such a cool marketing campaign. Very different. Yeah. Um, do you know what game I really want to see happen? And I don't know what the date for announcement is going to be, but the store is closed. I cannot <laughs> wait to play that game. Yes. Th- that game looks hilarious. Uh, what was that? I, there was that one that was uh, uh, the evil train one. Thomas. Oh, Thomas, uh, the shank engine. Thomas, the shank engine. Now, yeah, the five this- of, that was a faff one. Yeah, there sure. is this game that I saw on Steam. Shit. And it's like, it's got this like, oh, Choo Choo Charles. <laughs> you gotta check, check this game out. Uh, the premise of this game is, let's see, where is the description? Navigate an open world island in an old train, upgrade it over time, and use it to fight an evil spider train named Charles. It looks terrifying, but it looks hilarious at the same time. Um, I love it. Yeah, so I, I probably will eventually play that game because it looks it just looks so stupid, but it's such an interesting concept. Choo Choo Charles. That's what it's called. You choo choo choose me. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah. Well, my friend, that was a good start to the new year, I think. Was that? Uh... It's fun. A little I, bit I of everything. <laughs> All rolled you know, into the, one. The first week of uh, January is always kind of slow with news. That's uh, that's where it's at. Do you want some trivia hints before we go? Oh, yeah. Trivia is coming out next week. Another trivia night at uh, TWE. So we are partying like it's 2022. So every question you'll be asked, whether it be TV, movies, audio, will be from 2022. Pretty is that simple, because there's not enough content from 2023 to make a proper uh, quiz game? No, I just I thought about it. And we have some really cool ones coming. But I just wanted to do kind of like a retrospective on the year. So that's what I'm doing. Gotcha. Cool. So give us some hints. Um, well, some of it will be based on television shows that came out in 2022. Okay, and if you are a listener of the Scene on the Screen podcast, you will know that Sean or David have no idea what year shows <laughs> have come out. Yep, yep we learned that. Uh, we're also going to do um, a movie round from 2022. Uh, Again, we're going to do... Yep. We don't know when movies have come out. <laughs> um, we are going to do a month round. Ten questions. You have a one in 12 shot at getting each question right. Interesting. And and essentially it's going to be like, what month did this happen in? Pretty straightforward. Um, also, I think that'll be a little bit more entertainment based, I think, I believe. 
Mm-hmm. Um, we have an audio round that I haven't fully decided what I'm going to do with yet. And I've kind of got an idea for the, the final round. It's going to be a little bit different, something different that we haven't done before. But interesting. I, I dig it. I dig it. I don't, I don't want to reveal it all. I was thinking about doing like a, a shows that ended in 2022, but like that's hard to track. So technically, we'll technically every show at some point ended at 2022 because, you know, the next episodes would be released in 2023. Very true. <laughs> Very true indeed. But that's it for this one. We want to thank you all for listening. We want to thank you for coming around for another year of the Scene on Screen podcast. For myself and David. That Hansel's so hot right now. We want to thank you all for listening, and we will catch you on the next episode of the Scene on Screen podcast. Peace.